Welcome to The Good Sign with your hostess, Donna Simintov. Thank you so much for joining me today. I wanted to share with you something very interesting that happened last night. I had created a podcast with my sister, Ora, and it was actually amazing. I have, If I must say so myself, it really came out so, so, so good, so inspiring, so informative, so funny. I enjoyed it immensely. And lo and behold, when we were all said and done, the podcast somehow mysteriously disappeared. Disappeared, I don't even know where, into some kind of technological place where things just get lost. And I have yet to been able to retrieve it or to find it. I don't know if it was a mistake on my end or what. All I do know is that it's not here. And I was so devastated last night to discover this. And it kept me up most of the night trying to find it and just being upset that I'd lost it. And even coming into this morning, feeling so like just let down and, and feeling so disappointed and like, wow, what a shame. And I really didn't even know if I was going to end up doing another podcast today, a solo podcast today, because I was just really feeling down about it. But really, then I thought to myself, it's interesting how so much of what I try to inspire and motivate in other people is this idea of getting back up again and not letting things bring you or keep you down and not letting, you know, the stresses of life detract from our happiness. And the more I thought about it, the more I thought to myself, well, here's a situation that you've encountered and it's a setback for you and a difficult challenge for you. And so what kind of a, a, a message am I sending if I can't pick up the pieces and get back up again, so to speak, you know? And the truth is, I realize obviously in the big, in the big picture and in the big scheme of things, you know, losing a podcast is certainly nothing to, to be crying about. There are much, much far greater challenges that people face and struggle with. And I don't mean to undermine any of those and I certainly don't mean to make it as if this is a big, big deal in comparison. But the truth is, is that it was something that was difficult for me. And it's one of those things that while it may not be the biggest of challenges, it's a challenge. And we all know that on a day-to-day -day basis, we do face many of these challenges and these disappointments. And, you know, they could potentially have the capacity to really set us back and make us feel down and out and low. And so really try to find the best in every situation. And so I said to myself, you know, at some point this morning, I said, that's enough, Donna, like snap out of it. What's done is done. Yes, it was upsetting, but moving right along and, and let's go, you know, right back on your feet again. It's like, you know, that the guy in the boxing ring who takes the punch. Are you the guy in the boxing room who takes a punch and, and lays down and, and that's it, you know, round over? Or are you that guy that keeps getting back up again? And that's the kind of person that I want to be. And that's the kind of person I'd like to inspire my listeners to be. And so I'm just using my example of, of losing my amazing podcast with my sister, which you know what? I still believe that we might find it. I'm a believer. I like to be a believer. I like to be an optimist. So if we should find it, because I believe in miracles, I will certainly put it out there. But in the meanwhile, I'm going to try my best today to just sort of get through the gloom of this day because I'm like really this darkness. It's bad enough that the skies are getting dark so early and that by five o'clock it's pitch dark and freezing. And I don't know about you, but I am at five o'clock thinking to myself, like, when can I get into bed? Like how soon can I get into bed without it being odd and awkward? <laughs> and so being that it's now a grainy, gloomy day here in New York, it makes it even harder, but I'm certainly going to try my best. And I think that for me, a big part of maintaining my happiness is mind over matter. And I have spoken about this before. So I want to talk to you a little bit today about the idea of mind over matter, the idea of us controlling our thoughts and not the other way around. 
What I mean by that is that very, very often, people's thoughts control them. People's negative thoughts control them. Listen, if it was positive thoughts controlling you, we would have a whole different conversation. You know, if your thought process was, you're wonderful, you're going you're gonna to succeed, you're great, you keep at it, come on, you got this. Well, those thoughts controlling you would actually be positive and wonderful. But unfortunately, the truth is, is that 99% of the time, our thoughts are very, very negative and they're very debilitating and they're sort of, for some reason or other, always there to kind of knock us down. They're there to make us worry, and they're there to fill our minds with all kind of anxiety-ridden, stress-ridden thoughts. So we have to always, at all times, be very aware that we want to control those thoughts and not the other way around, because when our thoughts control us, they sort of take us, and they drag us throughout our day, throughout our life, always forcing us to dwell and focus on unpleasant things, which, first of all, is, is not healthy, and second of all, how in the world can we have a productive life where we're motivated to, to succeed when all we're doing is focused on negativity? And so we have to remember that our thoughts are in our minds, which is controlled by our brain and our body, and that's all controlled by us. We're supposed to be the puppeteers pulling the strings, not the other way around. We are supposed to be the ones that decide, I now want to think this. I now want to say this. I now want to do this. So why is that not happening? Well, the reason that's not happening is because we are so used to the thoughts we have, it's almost like a bad habit. Our negative thinking has become a bad habit like any other. And it starts off at such a young age that it's not even a decision that we can remember making. From the time we're very little, we basically start doing this thing where we almost prepare ourselves for negative outcomes. Um, and I can give you a really good example that just happened to me for real the other day. And I was in my kitchen and I was doing what I spend way too big, way too often doing, which is, la da da, everybody want to take a guess quickly before I say it? Uh, time's up. I was washing dishes. That's right. I bet you didn't guess that. Some of you out there were like, wow, what, what does Donna do? She must be doing something glamorous. No, I was washing dishes. Um, I spent a big portion of my time washing dishes after I've eaten lots of food off of the dishes or cooking food and then putting them on the dishes. But in any case, I was washing dishes and I was, you know, sort of overhearing my two of my kids at the kitchen table having a conversation. And my daughter was saying to my son, yeah, I'm doing this project for school and my school is up against other schools and the winner of this competition could win a big prize, you know, a big cash prize. And she was all excited. And my son turns to her and says, oh boy, wow, you really shouldn't get your hopes up. You know, you're probably not going to win. Don't get your hopes up. And then my daughter responded, oh my goodness, my hopes are totally up. I'm probably going to win. And I stood there for a minute and I was so proud of her. I was really like just rooting her on. Like, yes, you go girl, go Shani, I'm so proud of you. Like how amazing to have a mentality where we feel like winners. What my son was saying is in essence what we, what we all say and what we've been saying for a big portion of our lives, which is don't get your hopes up, right? Don't get your hopes up because you're gonna be let down. Always have your guard up, always assume the worst. That way when the worst comes, you'll have been prepared. And I want to talk a little bit about this concept because it is really, really backwards. When we have something in our life that we know is coming, we could only, the only harm we could do is feeling negative feelings about it. When we put ourselves in a position where we think, 
all right, listen, there's a big chance that I'm going to fail. So let me already feel like a failure now so that that failure won't feel like such a big fall. And what are we doing in those moments? We're preparing for a negative by behaving negatively now, right? We're preparing to let down by already currently letting ourselves down. So for example, you're hoping that you're going to get a raise at work. You know, you're hoping for it and you tell yourself, eh, it's probably not going to happen. I'm sure my boss will recognize somebody else better than me and they'll get, they'll get that promotion. I won't be the one. Let me already feel, you know, self-doubt and negative about myself. And that way when it doesn't happen, I'm already in that frame of mind. My suggestion is to do the exact opposite and do what my daughter did. Say to yourself, I probably will get that promotion because I'm really great and I do work really hard. And I bet you my boss will recognize my efforts and feel great about yourself. Self-promote yourself. Put out that positive energy and those positive vibes. And then there's two options, right? Either A, you get the promotion. And then you're feeling amazing and you felt amazing all along and that great feeling just continues. Or the other option is that you don't get the promotion, in which case you're let down, you're disappointed, you feel bad, you experience negative emotions and feelings. But at least you weren't experiencing them all along. At least it wasn't like negativity throughout the entire time. At least you spent a portion of the time feeling positive and good. Do you see what I'm saying? What we tend to do is we tend to always think the worst and always almost self-deprecate ourselves in a belief that by doing that we're somehow controlling something but we're not we're losing control with our negativity what we need to start preparing ourselves for in life is positive outcomes good happy endings because what, what you're doing when you're doing that is you're not just feeling good in the moment you're allowing yourself an excitement for the future instead of a dread of the future or a nervousness or, or, or any of those other negative things associated with the future. Look forward to it. Know that God loves you. Know that you are deserving of blessing and you are deserving of good things and that you are working toward positive goals and you are trying to be a good person and feel and feel that positivity surround you. And if positive things come your way, which they will, because you're, because you're feeling positive, you're going to expect positivity and you're going to be met with positive outcomes. But in the case that you don't and you're not, okay, you'll handle the disappointment, you'll handle the letdown, but at least leading up to the letdown, you have held your head up high and expected good things for yourself. So that's my first most important point is don't allow yourself to walk through life always expecting the worst, always feeling like a victim always feeling like, eh, I never catch a break. Nah, I don't have good luck. You know, how often have you heard people say things like that? Like, oh yeah, I, I can never catch a break. I have the worst luck. Those types of people always wonder why they always find themselves never catching a break and never having good luck. And the reason is that's the vibe and the energy that they're putting out into the world. That's the way they're carrying themselves. When you walk around believing and feeling through and through that you don't deserve good things, that you are not going to merit good things, that you are not going to have that stroke of luck, that God is not going to bestow kindness and, and mercy and, and, and all kind of goodness on you. That's, that's what you're setting yourself up for. What you need to start doing is really believing in the depths of your heart and soul that you are loved and that you are special and that you do deserve goodness and that you are going to have goodness. Almost imagine that the goodness is already here and it's already with you, even when it's not. Embrace the excitement of the future, 
before it's even come. And then when it comes, you'll take it one day at a time, one minute at a time. So, you know, back to me and my seemingly not most, not the most important, you know, not by any stretch of the imagination, anything so extreme. But again, it was for me a disappointment to have invested time and energy into a podcast with my sister that really, really, I have to tell you, was so beautiful and so special to have it just be lost. And I want you to know, because I'm human like anybody else, that the disappointment really, really hurt. And it made me feel, you know, almost like the setback of, of here I am trying to do something good and something positive, and I'm trying to put this great message out there, and now look where I'm at, right? Like that no good deed goes unpunished kind of feeling. I was really feeling like that, which is really a victim mentality. And so I want to talk a little bit about, you know, the steps that I took in going from where I was to where I am right now as I'm giving this podcast and I am feeling appreciative and grateful. So the first thing I think that's very important to do when a disappointment comes your way, whether large or small, is to acknowledge and accept the disappointment. Meaning, when something bad happens, take that time that you need and acknowledge it and say, wow, this is really, really hurtful to me. You know, this, this was something I did not expect or this is something that really is going to is really going to affect me in, in certain ways. And this is something that is bothering me and, and, and insulting me and, and taking a hit on me or, you know, whatever it may be, acknowledge it. And I know that may sound so trivial and obvious, but I think very often when negative things happen to us, we're so inundated with life and we're so busy with everything and everyone else that we really don't take the necessary time for our own selves to have the moment that we need to acknowledge, wow, that really sucked. Like that really, like that really sucked. Like that really, uh, even if it happened to my loved one, it happened to my child, like that sucks, like that hurts. And sometimes saying it out loud is also very validating. Saying out loud or even writing it down, if you don't want to say it out loud or you don't have somebody that you feel comfortable saying it to, then even just writing it down. You know, taking it from a thought in your brain and making it a real thing that you are acknowledging as a painful circumstance that happened to you. And then also accepting it and saying, okay, there's no turning back the clock. Like, I need to accept that this happened. You know, because also what we tend to do is we tend to keep looking back and thinking, if only I can go back, if only I could do things different. Believe me, I was doing that like most hours of last night. Like, oh my goodness, if I could just go back to that moment where I maybe didn't press save or where I maybe, you know, didn't do what I was supposed to do in terms of, you know, uploading it or whatever it was. And in any given situation that that we feel that we have a difficult, you know, a difficult disappointment, we always wish we can go back, but we can't. You know that famous saying, don't cry over spilled milk? I had a really funny situation a few weeks ago where my my daughter, who's, you know, four, she was three at the time, decided she wanted to pour for herself. You know, this is the age where pouring for yourself is just so much fun. And she wanted to pour the milk. And I was so busy doing, guess what, audience? Guess what? Yep, I was washing dishes. <laughs> and so I said, okay, pour the milk, but be careful. But of course, what did I know was going to happen? I turned around and she had spilled the milk. And it was hysterical because she looked at me with this face like, oh no, that's so bad that I spilled the milk. And like, what's mommy going to do? And I looked at her and I, and I saw that like her lips started quivering. You know that like right before cry that kids get, that face right before they cry where their lip starts to quiver. And I looked at her and I said, ah, don't start crying. We don't cry over spilled milk. And I really said it innocently and naturally. But of course, as I said it, I heard the famous expression roll off my lips. And I thought, oh, that's not just an expression. Like some mother hundreds of years ago was also cleaning up spilled milk and realized that there's no sense of crying over it because I guess got to grab the schmata and start cleaning it up. 
And it's so true. So, you know, acceptance is saying, this is a very disappointing thing that's happening to me right now. I didn't want this to happen, but I can't go back. I need to accept that it has happened. Because once we accept, we could stop beating ourselves up about it. That whole phase that we go through where we beat ourselves up about it, you know, those I should have, I wish I would have, I wish I hadn't, I wish I didn't, if only I could, all of that, which is again a time where our brains are taking over, our thought processes are taking over, we need to shut that down and we need to take control of those thoughts and say, you know what thoughts, what's done is done. I'm going to acknowledge that what's happened really stinks and now I'm going to accept that it's behind me. Once I accept that it's behind me, I'm able to grab that rag and start cleaning. I can't grab that rag and start cleaning if I'm just lying on the floor in the milk crying, which I know sounds like a really disgusting analogy, but whatever. And so I need to stop and get up and figure out, okay, now what? By saying now what, I'm moving toward the future. I'm moving away from past, which I can no longer control at all. And I'm moving toward what I do have complete control over. How incredibly rewarding is it to know that at any given time, we can control how we react to a given situation. When we begin to feel trapped by a circumstance, it is a terrible, terrible feeling. We feel that we are being punished and we are going to continue to feel that victim mentality, we're going to continue to feel like we can't control the situation and that bad things are happening to us. And now our mind is working overtime to keep reminding us of this negative action that's happened. No, we need to stop and we need to move forward. We need to ask ourselves, what necessary steps, what baby steps or what giant leaps, depending how able and strong I am, can I take at this point so that I can move forward and I can stop fixating on what's done is done? What can I do now? What little thing can I do to stop thinking about it and to actually really, you know, not just to stop thinking about it, but to really make a change in working toward improving it, in working toward improving me. So that let's just say, for example, let's take a a, a hypothetical situation in which as a parent, you had a really difficult evening and you reacted to one of your children. Maybe you screamed, maybe you shouted, maybe you spoke to them in a nasty tone. Maybe you just spoke to them in a way that you feel guilty about. Whatever it is, you didn't behave like the kind of mom or dad that you would normally be proud of. And it's the kind of thing that you're now feeling guilty about. And it's a setback because here you're trying to be a great parent and here you're trying to be a role model and now you've done something that you feel bad about. Okay, here's the setback. Here's the disappointment. You're gonna, yeah, either you're gonna start doing what you shouldn't do, which is you're gonna go into your head and you're gonna allow your head to control you and you're gonna have all these negative thoughts of, I can't believe I did that and now I'm gonna have such a bad influence on her and oh my goodness, I'm the worst parent and -and so-and-so is such a better parent and, right? You're going to spot, your negative thoughts, by the way, will spiral so fast and so out of control that what's going to happen is you will end up snapping at the wrong person at the wrong time because now you're just in a negative frame of mind. So what we do is in the moment we say, okay, let me acknowledge and accept what's just happened. I'm going to acknowledge that I just behaved in a way as a parent that I'm not proud of. And I did A, B, C, and D, and I'm not happy that I did that. And I'm feeling bad about it. And I don't want to do that ever again. I've acknowledged it. Now I'm going to accept it. I cannot go back. What's done is done. The way I spoke to my child, that that conversation already happened and I can't change it. But I'm going to accept that it's done 
And now I'm going to come up with a solution and I'm gonna take those baby steps toward making myself feel better moving forward. So maybe I'm going to make a plan that the next conversation I have with that child, I'm gonna speak in a different tone. Or maybe I'm going to actually apologize to that child so that that child now knows that sometimes mommy and daddy, we do make mistakes and we do falter and we are brave enough and, and comfortable enough to admit it and to apologize, right? Or maybe I'm going to set out a plan of the, of the type of thing I want, uh, some kind of an activity that I want to do with this child so that we have more one-on-one time. Or maybe I'm going to come up with a way that I make more time for my own self as a parent so that I'm not as stressed out in the evenings because maybe my shouting is a direct result of the fact that I'm not taking enough time for myself, right? So any sort of plan is going to give you such strength to stop dwelling on that incident in a negative way and to maybe, just maybe, look at that incident in a positive light. You know, I could almost say, maybe I'm almost glad that happened because look how much stronger I will be now. Or look what I have learned about myself now. Or look what changes I'm implementing because that happened. Look how you're not just moving on, but you're taking something so negative and you're transforming it into a potential positive. That is such an invigorating, exhilarating, powerful feeling as a human being because that means you are regaining your control so now you've acknowledged and you've accepted and you have come up with a plan of action on how you want to move forward so that you can move on and that you can improve this behavior in the future this is going to make you you know gain perspective it's going to allow you to let go of the hurt and move forward and once this all happens you're going to start seeing the changes in you you're gonna start noticing that when these negative things happen on a day-to-day basis, because they will, no human being experiences you know, total perfection and total calm and total serenity, nobody. Every human being, even the most successful human beings, have, have experienced their trials and their tribulations. I mean, all you have to do is look on the internet and read about so many celebrities and so many incredible people that did so many wonderful things They weren't always at their highest high. They were at a certain point really low and they were experiencing setbacks just like you and I. No one, no one can get away with going through life without occasionally being in that boxing, you know, that boxing round and getting that punch and feeling like you're knocked down and getting the wind knocked out of you and having no choice but to get back up again because you want to be that person that gets back up again. You know, I love what Albert Einstein said. You know, Albert Einstein, in his, in, his, in his brilliance and in his genius, he said, success is really failure in progress. Success is really failure in progress. I just think that is so brilliant. And if we could all live our lives remembering that our failures are not really failures. They're only failures if we allow them to keep us down. They're only failures if we allow them to prevent us from growing. And if we allow our failures to take, take away from our happiness, then it's a failure. But if our failures as wives, husbands, parents, children, sisters, brothers, friends, if our failures are, are, are hits that we could accept and we could learn from and we could grow from and despite those setbacks we could still find ways to feel joy and happiness, we are going to become almost like subhuman creatures. In a form, we're going to become more godly. We're going to become people that are connected to a higher being, a higher spirit, and an understanding that these little things are all part of a big master plan, 
a big master plan that is intended for our benefit to help us grow and to help us stay inspired. I want to thank you so much for tuning in today and hearing me out because for real, this podcast for me was my way of moving forward, of my way of acknowledging, accepting, and moving forward in getting over my disappointment. So thank you for being a part of that. And I look forward to next week when you tune in again for more inspiration and have a wonderful week in between. And don't forget, life is a journey. So try your best to enjoy every part of your ride.